Hello, and welcome to this week's State Hornet News Podcast, where me and the other editors of the State Hornet will fill you in on the weekly happenings here on campus at Sac State. This week, State Hornet ASI reporter Victor Corral Martinez sat down with ASI President Christian Landaverde and went over ASI's policy objectives for the semester. I'm Will Coburn, your podcast editor, and here's Victor and Christian. So you're the president, you and Jen, Juan. Um, let's talk more about your strategic priorities. And um, to start off with uh, how you're planning for 1.1, promote voter engagement. <clears throat> so 1.1 is under the umbrella of participate in advocacy efforts. That's the direction we're trying to take the board in. For this one, for promote voter engagement, we look into collaborating with our campus partners on an event or events, you know, really clarifying that voting is important, not only in ASI elections, but city, state, and federal elections. Over ASI exists the CSSA, which is the Cal State Student Association, and they've partnered with the Secretary of State's office to create a civic campaign. Um, part of the civic campaign includes voter registration drives. Uh, two weeks ago, we had an ASI day in the quad um, and we've already started our voter registration, and we're looking to partner again with the campus community and, and just the Sacramento community and the Secretary of State's office, if possible, on emphasizing the importance of the Census 2020 and what that can mean for people, how that affects the political power the state has, how many funds get appropriated by the federal government to the state. So we really just want to emphasize that as students, help students understand what the census is, explain to them that this isn't scary, but it's also not just a count where, okay, I, I do it, I don't do it. it. It really matters that people are using the census to be able to provide the state with the most uh, accurate data. So with the current climate, with, uh, with uh, DACA recipients um, being afraid for a census, how you guys plan to um, calm those nerves in regards mm-hmm. to reporting themselves. That's why for this priority, um, it wasn't just about promoting the census, but it was about census education, right? What the census actually is, how it's used, and what it's not used for. We know that the Supreme Court didn't allow the citizenship question to be on the census. So that has already alle- alleviated a lot of students' fears. Um, there's you know, students on our campus who, whose parents may not understand how to fill out the census themselves. So really educating them on what it is so they can assist their families, they can assist their friends, and really be counted. Um, we love and support not only our DACA students, but all of our, our undocumented students. So really making sure that they feel comfortable and feel safe. That's one of the reasons we put census education on there. And then to follow up with that, um so you're trying to, you guys, on 1.4, support increased policy advocacy. Can you elaborate more on that? So um, ASI has two, I would say, main uh, policy-oriented sub- or committees. One of them is a lobby corps, and one of them is city ambassadors. City ambassadors looks at more city policy and how we can drive change Sacramento State. The other one is lobby corps. Uh, we convened yesterday. We talked about some of the bills that we supported last year, and now they're at the governor's desk. How likely these items are to pass or to get signatures on? Have you guys decided ones that you're gonna uh, support this year? 
Um, so the legislative session just ended, right? So no new bill can pretty much get introduced for like the remainder of the year. So at the moment, we're just kind of waiting on seeing if Governor Newsom is going to sign some of the bills that we supported, whether it's ASI or as a Cal State Student Association. I know we wrote a Cal Grant uh, incentives resolution, which would help undocumented students obtaining a form of grant through a certain amount of community service hours they would put in place. Um, so that's at the desk. We're also tracking the bill regarding vote centers at the CSUs, you know, how we can how we can make it more feasible for campuses to have those vote centers. Um, I believe it's written by Assembly Member Kara. Uh, so that's one of the bills that we're tracking and that I can just think up off the top of my head. So when you were talking about the basic needs and the initiatives you're doing, can you elaborate more on your um, the 3.4? Provide menstrual products and university union trial on a trial basis? This one kind of picks up on some of the work that we did last year where we held a menstrual product drive with campus partners. You know, we put out some ASI bins where people can come and donate those products for for women or transgender folk who may who may need access to them, you know, trying to make it more equitable for them to just um, those that can give to give, and those that need can receive. That was the goal of that. And then this year, what it's starting to look like more is we are going to assess the opportunities. So, ASI doesn't own the union. The union well has its own board of directors. So that's how they function, right? Like we can't just go around putting menstrual products around. Like that's, there's policies and there's procedures in place that exist to help things run in an orderly fashion. So we're accessing, we're meeting with them and we're trying to identify where, what, how, and when we could potentially see the university union have, you know, menstrual products, like, you know, maybe like in restroom stalls, like you can just pick up, uh, we want to see if, you know, it's if we're allowed to have the trial bases. We want to see if students actually do use this resource, um, and if so, how is it being used? Um, and really, we just want to help, and that's a really good way of doing it, just helping students that need access to menstrual products. Okay, and then uh, so you mentioned the food pantry. So they recently said that they're... Um, they needed more donations. Is that because the food pantry and its new location has become more successful, or you guys are uh, and there's more people, uh, you know, using that resource, or there's a lack of donations and funding for the food pantry? So I am not aware of the food pantry asking for more resources. What I do know is that since we've been in the union, we've seen an increase in students feeling comfortable coming to the food pantry. We've, we've had donors, we have new refrigeration, which allows us to do more things. And the food pantry also provides hygiene products. You know, you can go in there and get deodorant, you can go in there and get toiletries. So really just like any other, you know, service, like anything helps. And that's how this is, you know, we, we, we can get more for more food, more supplies for our students, then it doesn't hurt. All right, thank you. 
In other news from around campus, the 2019 Cleary Report Act showed 31 instances of sexual assault at Sac State Housing last year. The annual report, which documents the number of crimes reported on campus each year, showed a big increase in sexual assault, which includes instances of fondling and rape. In 2017, four instances of sexual assault were reported. In this year's report, that number jumped by 27 to 31 total reported instances. While the number of instances of sexual assault increased from the previous year, university officials said they did not see a significant increase in the number of individuals who were sexually assaulted. University communications said that one explanation for the increase may be that students feel more comfortable coming forward with allegations. The report also found that instances of dating violence rose from 4 to 29, 26 of which took place in on-campus residential areas. The Cleary Act report found that robbery, burglary, motor vehicle theft, and arson all went down from previous years. You can find more information about the Cleary Act report at statehornet.com. Students that have been sexually assaulted or harassed can receive support in reporting sexual assault from Sac State's Title IX office and receive counseling, medical care, and legal help. On Wednesday, Sac State student Devin Ryan DeVore died following an apparent seizure on campus in front of Sequoia Hall. DeVore was a transfer student and a pre-kinesiology major attending his first semester at Sac State. Any student in need of grief counseling can seek assistance through Student Health and Counseling Services in the well. SB 24 passed in the Assembly last Friday. If signed, the College Student Right to Access Act will require colleges provide on-campus abortion medication. The bill is similar to the one that was passed last year and vetoed by former Governor Jerry Brown last October. The medication can be used to terminate a pregnancy up to 10 weeks after conception, according to Planned Parenthood. At Sac State, the well currently offers the morning after pill, which works within a 72-hour period after having unprotected sex. Thank you for listening to the State Hornets News Podcast. You can find more news throughout the week at statehornet.com. See you next week.